Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers, and I am finishing um, 37 years, but more than that, finishing the month of Christmas by bringing to you a reading each day. Some of them are theological, some of them are full of art and wonder, some of them are full of music and song. Today, I'm reading from The Fourth Wise Men a unique Christmas story or book that can become a cherished family tradition. When in college, one woman discovered a book titled The Fourth Wise Men by Wadiha. It is a simple story of a man who begins his journey with the three traditional wise men of the Christmas story. He starts out with three precious gems for the Messiah, but gets sidetracked along the way. And I'm reading an excerpt from this book. On a narrow plateau that jutted out over the valley wall, Andrew sat watching his flock. He crunched in the shelter of a rocky carn, for the wind was cold. He was eating his evening meal of bread and curds. He ate steadily, pausing only to drink from the flask at his side. From time to time he looked up at the sheep, watching their silent gazing. But the sheep were well flocked and content and gave him no trouble. As he lifted the bottle again to drink, he saw the child. She stood a little way off, silent, watching him with wide eyes, with no sign of recognition. He continued without the slightest pause, drinking deeply. Yet when he rose, there was a little bread and some cheese left lying upon the stone. He said, It is yours. Eat and moved off toward the flock. All the shepherds knew her. She was the motherless one, the unwanted, with her torn dress, her tangle of dark hair, her black eyes that were always hungry. All the shepherds gave her a crust now and then, but she went oftenest where Andrew gazed his flock, grazed his flock, excuse me, because he did not scold her. He would even let her stay and watch the sheep with him, sometimes, though never a word passed between them, and often when he was not too near, he could hear the bright chatter of her voice talking to the sheep. Then her eyes would lose their dark staring, and she would laugh in a tiny reed pipe, very, very silently. She would laugh joyously. As the sun went down beyond the hills, the flock grew strangely restless. Once Andrew half raised the stag's horn, hesitating to call his brothers from the loom. For a while he watched the milling flock, sensing their nameless fear. A new note rose in the mingled sound of their bleeding. Andrew knew too well its portent. Hesitant was no longer, he put the horn to his lips and sent the deep notes leaping far out across the canyon walls. And behold, there came three wise men from the east. Four travelers sat close to a little fire, backs hunched against the wind. It was a cold night, and they had traveled a great distance without stopping. As they rested, they talked in low, friendly tones. From time to time, the youngest of the four looked off toward the horizon, where a star shone with a clear, steady light. His companion glanced at each other, and smiled, then spoke to him in a gentle reproof. It's not far now, 
rest for a little while. Beside, the beasts are winded. As I was nearly dawn when the three wise men drew near to Bethlehem, as they gazed upon the blinding radiance of the star, a faint humming sound rose in the air. The broad shaft of life quivered, then a single ray broke from it, and at for a moment leaned far across the plain. Like a breaking violin, string the humming ceased. Softly the thin ray faded, then vanished into the deep hills. And the fourth wise man had learned something about the Christmas story that he had not known before. A lovely little reading I recommended to your family. Remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of reading something new this Christmas season.